Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Catholics Podcast. We're on episode six now, something like that. We are. We have a lot of stuff in store for you today. We're going to start off hot talking about the Super League drama. I don't know what the Super League is. That's going to be their department. They're going to explain it to me like I'm an idiot because half of you are probably idiots too. We're going to do a little mock draft for you. We're going to have a great time. None of us have been studying. It's going to be about as good as our analysis of March Madness. Uh, you know, George Floyd's killer just got convicted. Good stuff. Apparently there's been some wild takes on Twitter we're going to dive into because, well, people out there are crazy. So we're going to have a little fun with that. Uh, other than that, happy 420, I guess, boys. Yeah, happy 420. The, uh, I'm not celebrating, but for all of you celebrating, yeah, no. <laughs> have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. All right, so Brett, how about you explain to me what the Super League is, you know, for the, for the sake of the audience? So pretty much like the top 12, like richest soccer clubs pretty much said, we're going to do away with the Champions League. And we're going to form our own league and we're just going to make a bunch of money. And so they would give them a competitive advantage over their domestic league. I would compare this to like the top college teams saying we're done with bowl games, just forming their own bowl slash like tournament and then taking that money and just using it against their conference teams to make it where the other conference teams can't compete with them. All right. Yeah. Brett, you just stole my kind of, I was going to use the analogy. I think it's the best analogy because people were trying to use the NFL and I was like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay, so Andy, say that Kansas, Villanova, Kentucky, UNC, UCLA, Gonzaga, Michigan, Duke, Baylor, Maryland. Maryland. I'll put them in, sure. They shouldn't be, and maybe UConn. Let's just say 12 of the best schools, like with the best history, best recruiting classes, decided, you know what? Yeah, sure. Let's say if those 12 schools said they didn't want to be a part of their conference anymore, they just want to make their own conference and say, look, we don't want to be a part of March Madness. We just want to do our own thing for the whole season. And, yeah, so what would happen is March Madness would lose a lot of revenue, and and usually these schools that get all the attention would just get all of the money for themselves instead of spreading it out to the conferences or the entire NCAA or FIFA in general. So that's what that's what the costs were right now. Um, Soccer is the biggest sport globally for, um, for financially. This has been something that's been pushed for the past 10 years. The Real Madrid ownership has been pushing for this for a long time. And he's like kind of the leader in this right now. Um, it's received a lot of backlash. Let's say that there's a lot of fans all over the world that have been rioting not get protesting outside of team buses outside of stadiums saying that it's um it's heartbreaking for and the game it's not even just fans i mean the players of the teams breaking away or don't There's, even support it the it's, team presidents are now stepping down because of it and it's just showing that all all of these owners like it's just at the end of the day it's greed they're just they're the rich, most wealthy they're in the top five percent in the world, and they're still looking for more ways to yeah, make they're more pretty money. much guaranteed 300 million per year for joining this league. Which wow. you know, that's more revenue than most teams make from the domestic league. You take it back to the domestic league, there's just no way for those teams to compete with the big dogs. It's hard enough already, and then just add that, yeah. And then the UEFA and FIFA also threatened that the players in the Super League would not be allowed to participate in world cups or for the national team windows. So like 
let's say Chelsea, which was one of the 12 teams, which Christian Pulisic, Captain America uh, for the U.S. men's national team would not be allowed to play. And same with the likes of Weston McKenney for Juventus. And uh, like you wouldn't see the best players around in the 2022 uh, World Cup. That's what they were threatening. I think they would have figured out something on that end because that's way too much revenue lost. But yeah. It's pretty freaked up. Well, I mean, they're going to lose revenue from Champions League, so they're. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, and, it's, and it's working. I mean, it, they're they're all now they're all dropping out. The teams that are in it, besides, I think there's a few left, or is it just one? I mean, left? still hasn't been official, but the the league's not going to be able to happen. Yeah, it's just so. Like this has been talked about for the last few couple months of it maybe coming into fruitation. But in the matter of a week, it's been teams, matter of days, it's been teams accepting their invitation and now just declining it now. So, yeah. And I think, I mean, I want to point out a lot of these clubs that are joined, you look back where they were like founded, they're founded by like working class people, like people working in coal mines, people working in factories. And now just seeing what they're doing, just completely betraying people is rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And a few of these, a few of these teams have never even won a Europe. A couple of these teams never even won a European trophy before, so it's like you're one of the twelve richest, but like you still, can they still win on a Tuesday night in Stoke? I don't think so. Um, they just get waxed. Yeah, pretty much. So, but now it's all coming back together. You know, MLS is still the best league in the world. Um, oh, easily. Yeah, I'd like to point out I am first in our fantasy league for MLS, as in Premier League. I think I'm like third. Bro, I'm like a thousandth in the world for the MLS one. I'm like, what? Wow. There's probably I mean, there's like, only like eleven thousand people, but still. yeah, I haven't even looked at mine all week. So um, I think I'm at sixty or at like forty or something. Solid. Um, I just pulled it up right now. Oh, my team value grew 0.1. Perfect. Dude, mine went up like 2.9 or something. Wow. Um, I'm going to have to make see, some transfers, uh, but what's up, Andy? Do you guys remember that time that the uh, AAF minor league football came out? We tried to make a fantasy team for it, and it was, it was ass. I was not invited to that, so no. Oh, rip. Bryce, do you remember what I'm talking about? Wait, say it again? Like or, like my freshman year of college, so you, you would have been a senior in high school. Uh, when the AAF came out, we made like that fantasy league for it, and it was just we awful. did, and I did it the first week, and I just stopped looking. Like, like I think Charlie had John Wolford, and he dropped like forty points a game, and that was enough to just win every week. Oh, that's why well, I didn't for like the three weeks points. it was in existence. Yeah, yeah it was more, it was actually around for probably like yeah, six, it was seven like five weeks. or six, but. It wasn't as cool as the XFL, though. I think I watched, like, the first week or two. I was like, can't do it anymore. Yeah, well, it was crazy because that first night, me and my boys were watching, like, for the opening game. And my, like, one of my friends, excuse me, one of my friends brought, like, alcohol into my room. And then he, like, spilled lemonade on my floor. So he went to go clean it up, and he left the fridge open and the door open. My RA walked by, and that was, like, literally just during, like, the AAF premiere. I was just, like, sitting there getting, like, written up because my friend, it wasn't even mine. No one even drank anything yet. I was just like, oof. Yeah, I couldn't get into it just because I didn't have a team. Like, I was going to say I wanted to read it for the Atlanta Legends, which actually produced uh, best kicker in the NFL, Young Way Koo. But, uh, oh. 
Oh, you don't want to get me started on Q over Tosh Justin. Well, right I now. think Young Young Way Koo was drafted by like the Chargers, Chargers. or something, right? And he didn't make the team. And, and then, then he, he went, went to the Atlanta okay. Legends, and then we signed him on the practice squad when Matt Bryant like retired, but then he came back, and then he was not that good, and then we brought in that uh, Giorgio Tavicchio from the Raiders, that lefty kicker, the Italian stallion, and uh, yeah, he just like missed like three field goals in um, training camp in preseason, so... Then, then Young Way Q comes up on like a a one year deal and is a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was all right. Yeah, I, all I'm gonna say, Andy, is I've never seen Justin Tucker do a back flip while kicking a field goal that actually went in. Okay, I've Young never Way seen by far better. I've never seen Young Way Koo be the most accurate kicker in NFL history, though. Give him some time, man. He's like in his second yeah. year. He doesn't. He hasn't qualified for it yet. Oh. <laughs> If he if he stays on pace as what he did last year, I'm pretty sure he'll get there. <laughs> but I've never seen Justin Tucker recover three onside kicks in a row. Maybe it's because that the Ravens are it's winning. We always games. are winning. <laughs> was, That's a, that, well, okay, you're acting like there wasn't a lot of Stephen in nine seasons halfway through his career. Actually, there were none. Oh, like was it six and ten? Uh, mostly eight and eight, and then there was one five and eleven. Other than that, it was nine and seven or better. Well, guess what? Young Way Koo's gonna be part of the seventeen and zero Atlanta Falcons season. So, oh, sorry, you mispronounced. Justin Tucker will be a part of the seventeen and zero Ravens. And speaking of seventeen and zero Ravens, do you guys want to get into this mock draft so I can see who I'm adding to my team? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll get to that. I mean, there is some pretty big news out in the in the world right now that we can just touch over a little bit. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's touch on it first. So it's yeah, like a, yeah. It's it's a it's a decent it's a decently big news. I don't know. It's um, I mean it's pretty big. We're talking, of course, about Doge Day. Facts. <laughs> we're talking about fun facts about four twenty. Actually, I got to get a fun fact again. Crap. Dude, yeah, I had I, such a good fun fact earlier, and I forgot it. Well, Derek Chavin was convicted of mm-hmm. um, all three counts of murder. Correct. Two murder and one manslaughter, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, what does that seven, isn't it 75 years or something? So so essentially life. I don't know. I mean, yeah, 75, I mean, that's probably the max or something. I don't know. If yeah, so it's, it, the maximum sentence of secondary degree unintentional murder is uh, 40 years, and then third degree is 25, and then second degree manslaughter is 10 or and or $20,000, so yeah, 75 pretty much. And, I mean, can they stack all of them on each other? I don't know. I'm pr- I was talking to someone earlier, and I'm pretty sure, but I mean... Yeah, you can, because they do that with uh, serial killers, is you'll be serving, like, multiple consecutive life sentences for multiple murders, because that way, like, say one gets appealed, even if yeah. you're serving, you'll get out on a technicality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's definitely step in the right direction. It's, it's been a drawn out process process. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of emotion, um, today that's been kind of brought back. Uh, but there are, are some Twitter memes that or Twitter takes that, uh, Brett noticed. I haven't seen them yet. So if Brett run to run a couple through of them. Yeah. So there's the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, 
They posted a picture that said, I can breathe for 2021, marking the date for which apparently someone came back to life or something. I don't know. Uh, it's the new date at Easter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Nancy Pelosi, a uh, little press conference. Uh, I don't really know what she was trying to say, but it definitely wasn't the right thing to say. It sounded like she was thanking him, I think, for dying. It was mm. weird. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the only stuff I've seen. I'm sure there's more because people just want to cloud chase and don't really know the right thing to say. Yeah, Twitter's also a nut house sometimes. Oh, yeah. Here, here's what she said. She said, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. You know, I don't think he did that on purpose. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he'd probably rather be here. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, wow. Also, I, got, I, wouldn't... I got a text from, I don't want to interrupt this, but I just got a text from Dominic Brady, the Dominic Brady that should have been on here. He just said that the girl that like took my place as the key club president after me, uh, her name's like Isha or something. She goes to Northern. She just got into Harvard. So, wow. Oh, good for her. I think I know who that is. Oh, Maybe did I tell you guys I ran into Dom the other day? He told me. Yeah, I was getting groceries. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Andy didn't tell you. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I was, everything. <laughs> he kept telling me to step into traffic. I was like, babe. Not now. <laughs> Stop! I'm embarrassed. With like, why would I step into traffic right after I brought groceries? Like, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. So, any more takes on the big news out of Minneapolis today? I mean, I can I can scroll through some Twitter and see if I can find some. I don't know if I particularly want to. That's good. Yeah, I'm okay to just leave it at justice. Was <laughs> like, like I just don't understand why people feel the need to just like. And like, I understand you want to like act like you care, but yeah, it's. I I mean yeah, I. I'm just happy that this is a step in the right direction. I don't really have anything to add. It's been a, like, I don't have any takes, I guess. I don't have, like, any hot takes. <laughs> so, but big news today, and we're here to cover it live on the Catholic podcast. Well, you get all your news before anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll put it out a few days later, and everyone's like, why are they talking about this? This will be out Thursday night, and, like, <laughs> happy 420. Yeah. And like, what? What? <laughs> I hope you're celebrating. Hey, just celebrate again on 422 when you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get to the main event. We're getting to the mock draft. Mock draft is in nine days from now. It's a big night. Um, it's honestly one of my favorite sports night of the year because I do a lot of like building up. Like I'm starting to go through each position and making my positional rankings right now. I did quarterbacks last night. Um it's an exciting time. Uh, this year will be better because it'll be back in to one. It'll be back in one city. Um, last year was just kind of crazy with the coverage, just at different Zoom rooms watching things. So I'm excited this year. Hopefully there'll be more draft trades. Last year there wasn't a lot in the first round because I think the online um, setup kind of threw a lot of things off there. So Yeah, it got a little fucky. 
things are starting to feel back to normal and this draft kind of kicks off my excitement, especially for my Atlanta Falcons who did not have the money to do a lot this off season. So this is where they're going to make their money this, this off season. Um, so we're going to start it off. I'm not going to say what mock draft simulator we're using because we did not getting paid to use it. So no free ads around here. Brand. I'm going to start off on the clock. I'm going to go, we're going to alternate every three picks. I'm going with one Andy's two and Brett is three and we're going to alternate that way. Um, so I'll kick it off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to kick it off with quarterback, <laughs> Quarterback Ian Book, I don't know, just kidding. I'm going to go with – I was like, uh, you're scrolling. <laughs> I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. I think this is an obvious number one choice. It's Urban Meyer picked uh, – chose this job because he trusted a lot in what's upcoming for Jacksonville, and this is a lot of – this is a team that has a bright future ahead of them. No doubt about it. All right, so I'm on the clock. Yeah, right. I just want to clarify. So are we doing what we think will happen or what we, like, think is best? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I guess both. I'm probably going to base it off of what I would do with the team. Because, um, like, that's what I usually Fran, do. There's kind of, you know, yeah. Mac Jones rumors, but, like, you know, I wouldn't exactly yeah. do that. Yeah. No, yeah, so what you would do as the GM. All right. So we can look back and say, damn, they should have did what Brett did. <laughs> Brett was so smart, that pod, man. <laughs> All right, Andy, you're on the clock with the New York All right, so for this next one, you know, I think it's pretty obvious they're going to take the quarterback. They just dealt dealt Sam Darnold to Carolina. I know a lot of people have talked about Justin Fields, but after that pro day, Zach Wilson had, I think he really showed out. I think they're going to get excited to take him. Yeah, Yeah, I think the first two picks are pretty obvious. I think Wilson, the two is expected. Um, Since we have 32 picks and we don't have all night, we're not going to give, like, Crazy analyst after each pick, but Brett, you're up with three. Yes, with San Fran trading up, I think it's fairly obvious they're going to go quarterback here. Some rumors they might go Mac Jones, but for the sake of pot, I'm going to go with Justin Fields for San Fran. Justin Fields, so three quarterbacks off the board first. Uh, The draft starts at four. Um, with my Atlanta Falcons, uh, I if I could I could trade back, but we're not doing this for the sake of this pod, and I don't like doing trade. I don't like mocking trades when it comes to draft night. Um, so a lot of things that could happen. Denver at nine. There's a lot of rumors that they're already discussing trades. Um, we'll see when it comes into play. That's what I want to see happen. If I could see. If you know if San Fran goes into the Mac Jones direction, I could see them want. Justin Fields. I could also see Trey Lance, but um, right now I'm going to go with who really excites me a lot is Kyle Pitts, 6'6 tight end out of Florida, and that's who I would pick at four with the Falcons right now. I'm probably going to change my mind 10 more times before draft night, but I want Pitts right now. Yeah, that would put up at a heck of a tight end room. Uh, up next for me, I'm going to go uh, Pene Suel. Uh, the, the Bengals, they really need to share up that O-line. They need to protect Burrow if they want to have any kind of success. There are a lot of good pass catchers on the board, but they've actually already got a pretty good receiving core. With TV, yeah, I, um, I saw a TikTok earlier today, and it said, good night, everybody, except draft edition. And it was like, good night to everyone, except those who think that they should take Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell. And I was like, all right, I agree with that take. They need to take O-line, in my opinion. It doesn't matter where across the board that – it's taken like Sewell 
Jaron Williams played a lot of guard at Alabama. They could move him in there. So we'll see. Yeah, and Burrow's getting killed back there right now. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right. number six with Miami. I think personally, Jamar Chase is probably who they want, but I think Tua will convince them to go with his boy, Devonta Smith. Got the great chemistry from their freshman year, the national championship game. So. He had a hell of a year too. Yeah, I mean, a wide receiver to get a Heisman hasn't been hasn't been since Desmond Howard, and I think they're the only two. So, mm-hmm. heck of a year. Um, with that, number seven on the clock with the Lions. Um, this is you know they just got Jared Goff in a trade. Obviously, um, they. They're not going to go quarterback, I don't think, so they're going to ride off Jared Goff for a little bit. Trey Lance falls into their lap, but I think they're going to be comfortable with Goff in the beginning. Um, I think with Galladay leaving free agency and with Jamar Chase on the board, I think they're seeing that as we have something to build around in the future, so I'm going to go with Chase. All right, and Andy, you're up with the Panthers at eight. All right, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the Panthers just traded for Darnold. I don't think that they're considering that their long-time solution at all. Uh, I'm just like, <laughs> you. keep moving it and confusing me. Wait, do they have a quarterback other than Darnold? Uh, they have Teddy still. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, let's see. Their their uh, their receiving core is pretty good. Uh, let me get let me get. I don't know if this is gonna be asked, but let me get Patrick Certain uh, from Alabama. Yeah, Patrick Sertan the second. He's yeah. So if if Atlanta trades back with Denver at nine, that's who I want them to take. But that's definitely a good pick. Yeah, they need to strip that defense a little bit. Yeah, I figure Denver. That was the first pick where I was kind of like, eh, do I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you backed me up. So as we mentioned earlier, Denver rumored to trade up. Now no one else trade up, obviously, because. We're not mocking trades. So I think they still go with a quarterback, and I think I think they'll go with Mac Jones from Alabama. There you go. The first – first, I guess it's expected, but I'm going to say the first curveball of the draft that they, they go with Jones. <laughs> um, they have a new GM with um, Elway stepping down. So I can definitely see it. <coughs> I'm going to have to take out that cough, but – um, ideally, the Cowboys will want Sertain, in my opinion, but they're going to go with offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Um, the O-line has been struggling to stay healthy for a while, um, so I'm going to give them a new young piece. And I know a lot of people that like the Slater over Sewell train, even though I'm still on the Sewell as OT1. Uh, you, just snagged, you just snagged my pick. Yeah, the Giants definitely want to share up their O-line as well. Uh, they still have some other holes, but I think they really right now their main focus is to protect uh, Jones. So I'm gonna go O line as well to take Christian Darisaw out of Virginia Tech. Sounds good. All right, let's see. We got the Eagles up at twelve with Brett. Uh, so I th- I think after what happened last year with Jalen Rieger, fan base is very mad at Harry Roseman for not picking a better receiver. I don't think he doubles down, though, and I think sure is up the secondary with J.C. Horn. Yeah, Horn definitely rose up in the class. He went from being like the fourth consensus cornerback to now he's being compared to Sertain a lot. 
Um, so yeah, Caleb be... Farley's really high up a lot of boards, but with his back injury, I kind of have a feeling he might fall. So, yeah, I agree. Um, and if this is what happened so far with Sewell, Slater, and Darisol going before the Chargers pick, I think they look at this as worst case scenario. Um, Tevin Jenkins, he's ranked on this website pretty strong. Can't say I know too much about him yet. Um, so, so I think I'm going to go in a different uh, direction here. I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, kind of looking around. All right, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Edge, Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Um, across from Gregory Rousseau, sat out last season and let Phillips show, and he showed a lot of good things last year. So, yeah, he was a five-star recruit back in his day. I didn't know that until now. But, yeah, 6'5", big frame, um, a lot of potential there with uh, next to Joey Bosa. All right. uh, I'm up with Minnesota now. Uh, if I'm Minnesota, I'm definitely going defense. Uh, their offense is pretty stacked. I think I'm probably good. Here, can you bring it back to um, all positions? Yeah, I wish I could just show it all defense. But... Yeah, facts. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Looks like he's the highest ranked defensive player still on the board. I think they go and they get their guy. Sure up that D. Well, Sounds good. Parsons at 14. This might be best case scenario for New England, Brett. If you yeah, they got to be looking their chops. Jalen Waddle and Trey Lance right there. Uh, oh, I, why don't they give them players? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick's got to be happy to talk to them trading up, and Trey Lance still there. I think you got to go with him. Give him a year to sit behind Cam, let him develop some. Yeah, Trey Lance is someone who, if I didn't take pits, that's who I would have taken at four. So falling that far down the board is crazy. I guess without trade-ups, it could, it's got to make sense for this. So um, next up in Arizona. Patrick Peterson's gone, so I'm going to give him Caleb Farley. I think they're going to take the risk at the cornerback position. Um, their offense is lethal. It's time to get things going on the defense with J.J. Watt there. All right, uh, we got the Raiders up next. You know, I don't know that it's a huge need. Amari Cooper did leave a couple years ago, but it's just too good of a player to pass up on at this point. He's falling away. So I'm going to go Jalen Waddle, give them another weapon on the offense. Yeah, they're going back-to-back Bama receivers in the first round, but if Waddle falls to 17, I feel like you got to take it. Or just trade back for a lot of picks from a team that didn't think they could get them in the 20s. All right, Miami's over at 18. If you want me to hit a position, let me know, bro. No, um, I can't say I know a lot about him, but I think Miami's looking good on offense, so we're going to go with Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. They Not really any good pass rushers other than the guy from Miami in the first round. So, Yeah, um, I mean, Quiddy Pay I like a lot, but, yeah, I agree with you. The one year that the Falcons have a top five pick, there isn't an elite pass rusher in it. So I guess that leaves me for the – for Washington, huh? All right. I think this pick is made for me though, because yeah, one, of the people in our, one of the people in our league said this is the dark horse is who he wants. So I'm gonna take JOK, Jeremiah Wuza Koromao from Notre Dame. Uh go Irish and I'll give him to the football team. Yeah, I love him as a player, can do it all. Mm-hmm. And all right, the nationals okay. just won, so let's go. Without there we go, round of applause. <laughs> 
Next up, we got the Bears. Uh, you know, they've had a pretty good defense over the past couple of years. Uh, I think that they honestly stick to it and try and shore it up, take Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, give some uh, – that way, you know, they're not double and Mac all the time, but let them wreak some havoc. There you go. You want to strengthen a need? I mean, a strengthen a strength. So, yeah, I mean – it's a good it's pick. worked for Washington and San Fran in the past, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at what Washington did just improving their defense now. No, last year, I think the O-line may have gotten some bad credit just because they're behind a immobile Phillip Rivers, but not too many needs for this team. They're pretty good with the Colts, so I think they just go with Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, best tackle yeah, on good. the board. Uh, left yeah. tackle, Anthony Kazanza retired, so. Yeah, be nice to compliment uh, Big Q with another big guy, you know. Yep. All right. Let's see. So the Titans' first round pick, Isaiah Wilson, last year is already cut off the team. There's a lot of problems going on there. I don't like how the tackles look on the board, though. So we're going to look at receivers slash corners. Um, I mean, Greg Newsom's good. Ideally at 22, don't want him yet. Um, you know... They just lost Corey Davis in free agency. They got to pair up A.J. Brown with some, because I don't think they signed anyone in free agency. So I'm going to give them Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Um, Not a crazy big frame, but he can do it all. Receiver um, can play in the slot, can play outside. So I like Bateman a lot. Up next, we've got the New York Jets. Plenty of holes to fill. Uh, We got them a new quarterback at the beginning, I believe. Uh, let's give him a weapon to play with. You go back to uh, just all, all. All right, you just like all. He's like best player available. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, go over to go over to wide receiver. You don't want to give him a running back. Nah, fuck that. Give him Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Give him someone to throw to. All right, there you go, Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. They just got Corey Davis in free agency. They got Denzel Mims in the second last year, but Andy said that's not enough. They need more. Well, they need more. They need guys. So I think they need more. They need Elijah more. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Brett. (laughs) No, I mean, I I think it makes sense. You got to get you some nice weapons for. Well, it's like, it's just so much easier to develop a rapport with the guy drafted at the same time as you. Yeah. Yeah, That's what what Denver. Well, I guess, wait, never mind. Drew Locke was the year before. You, that's what uh you know the Bengals did with T Higgins and Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Not in the win category, but you know for their stats. All right. Uh, so now we go to Pittsburgh. They had a Pittsburgh. great defense last year. Offense was lacking to, but not really. I think that was mostly due to Big Ben and the play calling. They don't really need any more weapons. I think they still look to the defense. We're going to go with Greg Newsom the second for them. He's a smart corner. I like Newsom a lot. Um, now we're going out to Jacksonville. There's no safeties off the board yet. I think they want to get a leader back there, and I'm going with Trevon Morig out of TCU, arguably the best safety on the board. So I think also I'm a big Richie Grant fan, but I'm probably going with Morig over him. Um so, yeah, leaves Cleveland. Unless, Brad, if you want to do 26, you can let Andy do 27 for his team. Uh, all right. 
So I think I think they get another receiver for Baker. Let's see who we got. Yeah, I think Terrence Marshall Jr. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be underrated. And I think he ends up going in the first round. LSU becoming instead of DBU, or they turning into WRU? Hey, Jarvis Landry, Odell, Terrence. Yeah, it's unique. it's meant to be, and the, it's unless they trade up to one for Jamar Chase. Just kidding. All right, Andy, get your team right. All right, now I'll take you through. I'll take you through my thoughts here. People might be like, "Oh, draft a receiver." We did just sign Sammy Watkins, and we don't have a true one. But it's been known the Ravens don't draft receivers well. We'll see how hard. And and let, let's look at how many receivers have been taken so far. We got one. So I'm not going to take a receiver. I'm not obviously running back quarterback. That's all set. The one need we have an offense is like an inside uh, lineman or even a tackle to replace Brown. And then on defense, you know, we still could use uh, some more pass rushers. Our secondary is still pretty good. Uh, but overall, I'm probably going to go with the top inside lineman on the board, which was, uh, yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker. Good I was luck. trying to go over his name. I love Elijah Vera Tucker. He is actually. He's been compared to um, who was who was the right guard for the Ravens for a long time. Yonda. Yeah, he's been compared to him a lot, but on the left side. So. Um, yeah, because well, the Ravens have lost Marshall Yonda to retirement. Orlando Brown wants out. That's another Pro Bowler. Uh, Matt Skura was a Pro Bowler, then he started shit in the bed, so he's kind of gone. So we still kind of have three. We have got Ronnie Stanley. Who's very, very good, but there's not a lot of other help that Lamar's got from the O-line. Yeah. All right, of course, I have to pick for the team I hate the most, so I'm going to give them the worst player on the board. I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. I mean, the Saints are going to have a lot of needs moving forward because they're in salary cap hell for at least a couple years. Um, definitely a new direction. Uh, they lost Trey Hendrickson in free agency, so I should go edge, but the best edge on the board is a 3-4 outside linebacker. So I might go more inside here. I might go with Christian Barmer out of Alabama. Um, huge guy, 310-pound frame. Um, can even play some 3-4 defensive end. That's probably where he's best fit instead of a 4-3 a D tackle. So Barmore falls perfectly for New Orleans. Are we going back to our rotation? Yeah, back to uh, – actually, yeah, he's Buffalo too, so I guess we'll just finish uh, it. Up. All right. So, for Green Bay, I think Alex Leatherwood just makes the most sense. But it's Green Bay, but we're still going to roll with him. So. <laughs> Dude, Maybe did you see the quarterback, you know, I don't know. Did you see the thing that they said uh, Jordan Love is, like, getting traded to New England? Did you see, like, the fake paperwork on the – table there's there's a leaked picture online right now that like someone said it was it's from the patriots war it's from the patriots like office and it says um jordan love and the 29th pick for like the 15th pick and like two day two picks or something like that (laughs) so shout out mason thompson friend of the program fan of the packers (laughs) yeah our commission, so shout out him. So Buffalo Bills, very well-rounded team, in my opinion. There's not a ton they need, especially they really don't need much on offense, uh, and their secondary is very, very good too. Uh, if I'm Buffalo, I'm probably going to go Aziz 
Ajulari. Sorry if I'm saying that hey, wrong. Good job. Yeah. No, good job. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you can never have too good of a pass rush, in my opinion. So that's who we're going to take. Sure, up that edge. So the Chiefs, they just drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the first round last year. I don't think anyone was really, I guess people were mocking them to take a running back last year. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs are always going to go with a need that a player that doesn't really feel like a need. Um, going down the board here, I just I don't know if I'm seeing anything I like. I, I you know what I'm gonna go with their Sammy Watkins replacement. I'm gonna go with uh, even though he's a little smaller, I'm gonna go with a uh, Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Very fast, a little shorter, but you know what? Just add to more speed on that offense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brett, finish us off with Tampa. Quarterback got to you know Tom Brady getting a little old. You know need to might drop a step. You know I think Kyle Trask in the first is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Little killing mind. Uh, no, I think ah, and so many receivers taken. I know. And it's not going to be seven receivers in the first round. Like last year's receiver class, I would say is pre- – I mean, this one's pretty strong, I guess, too. I still like last year's better. Najee Harris is going to slide out of the first round. That's going to be Dude, crazy. Dude, all, all, all three of these running backs – like I know we picked Kyle Pitts with the fourth, but at 35, if Harris at, at ETN or if Williams are there, I feel like I just want to double down on offense even though we need defense. Let's see. I don't know. I don't even know who this guy is, but we're gonna go with Joe Tryon. Let's see. If he hey, he's Tryon his best. <laughs> uh, bro, he looks he looks good enough to me. Uh, let's see what it says about him. He's starting NFL. See, he even fits in their three four system already. Here we Did go. They move fourth. I mean, you gotta pair know. up the Washington guys. Get him with Vita Vea. You know. Exactly. All right. So that'll draft. do it. We'll run through the picks. I'll just run through them real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, Jaguars go Lawrence. The Jets go Zach Wilson. 49ers go Justin Fields. Falcons go Kyle Pitts. Bengals go Panay Sewell. Dolphins go Devontae Smith. Lions go Jamar Chase. Panthers go Patrick Sertain. Broncos go Mac Jones. Cowboys go Rashawn Slater. Giants go Christian Darasaw. Eagles go J.C. Horn. The Chargers go Jalen Phillips. The Vikings go Micah Parsons. The Pats go Trey Lance. Cardinals go with Caleb Farley. The Raiders go with Jalen Waddle. The Dolphins go for Zayvon Collins. The Redskins go with JOK. The Bears go with Quiddy Pay. Colts go with Tevin Jenkins. Titans go Rashad Bateman. The Jets take Elijah Moore because they need more receivers. The Steelers took Greg Newsom. The Jacksonville Jaguars take Morig with their second first-round pick. Browns go with Terrace Marshall Jr. The Ravens go Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, Saints go with Christian Barmore. Packers, Alex Leatherwood. Bills, Aziz Ujolari. Chiefs, Kadarius Tony, And the Bucks finish it off with Joe Tryon. So there is our mock draft. Um, pretty solid. Uh, obviously, we're going to be right. So. Um, oh, no. If you're betting on this, I mean. Yeah, we no just, need to re- no reason to re-listen to this after the draft to fact check us. It's. I think I'd put a couple hundred down on the first three picks being right, though. <laughs> I don't know about number three yet. Who knows? I I think they're going Fields. I I don't think they're gonna go with Jones or Lance. I definitely don't think Lance, but because like Kyle Shanahan's offense, I feel like you need accuracy and Trey Lance's. 
if he he like he has a huge arm, which just not really Kyle Shanahan's thing. I yeah, like. I mean, and Mac Jones is literally he just compared to Matt Ryan, so like <laughs> maybe that's why I don't know. I feel like people pushing the narrative this early, it never turns out to being that. But we've definitely hit our time, so. Yeah, we, just, we gotta get, we gotta send her a message to someone for our boy Aiden. Uh, would you like to share it, Brett? Uh, I don't even remember what is it. Is it Daniel Levy? Fuck Daniel Levy. With that yeah. being said, Catholics signing off. Gotta get the gotta get the sillies out. You gotta get the build up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, <laughs> poor time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>